Yo, what is up? Welcome to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess Kellerpool. Today, we've got just kind of like a freeform episode, just me and my frequent co-host, Shauna Cormier, uh, just kind of kicking it, drinking some West Coast IPAs. Um, it's really just kind of turned into that no nuance November <laughs> sort of feel. But you know what? It's been a long few months. This past new moon was pretty brutal. And I think we're all kind of feeling it. So you know what? Time to speak our truth. Shauna and I always kind of joke about how every time we're like, oh, what have you been drinking lately? It's just always IPA. I'm like, I'm kind of in an IPA phase right now, <laughs> um, which is funny because it's funny to think about how some of our tastes kind of come full circle. Like IPA is what got the both of us into beer and it's still a beer that we're coming back to all the time. So I've been the both of us have been drinking a lot of Sierra Nevada Celebration, one of the best um, seasonal fresh hop. It's so good, so bitter, so clean, obsessed. And we've also kind of talked about how IPAs are like a comfort beverage, for sure. It just like makes us think of home, and um, I think that's just kind of what we needed this week. We talk about a couple books during this episode, so I'm going to have that info in the description. We're getting into the TikTok game, so follow us on TikTok at Seattle Beer School, on Instagram at Seattle Beer School, and me at Just Just Beer. And yeah, I say go grab a Comfort IPA. Highly recommend Celebration. We're kind of we're clearing the shelves in Seattle and I'm not sorry about it. So good luck. You know, times have been tough, been tested a lot this year. Uh, here in Washington, we've had some more COVID regulations go into place, which has really affected a lot of people in the service industry, particularly restaurants and bars. It sucks. Um, but you know, this episode hopefully can just feel like you can kick it with some friends and just have a beer and for just like a few minutes just not think about the shit. <laughs> Get that IPA. I know you want one. And join us in this episode of talking about things that have annoyed us this week, including dumbasses on Untapped, um, bad beer labels, wedding beer stories, and the best games to play while drinking. So grab that beer and join us. Cheers. I think we, we got a theme, though. Stay frosty and beer clean. Yeah, I was inspired by yours, to be honest. I might um, should say chilled, not frozen. <laughs> Slightly chilled, not frozen. Do never, never do. I said do never, never. <laughs> But a freaking beer and a frosty mug. Nah, dude. It's I would just never know. What are you drinking? I have some ideas. Okay. I, okay. I have a that otterfish ESB that was like the monkish other half. <laughs> they called it otter half? What did you say? I hate the label so much. Let me show you. Fuck. I'm sorry. I like totally butchered that. It's called cold fish. Cold feet. <laughs> Fish. I keep saying fish. Uh, monkfish otter half. What? <laughs> it's by Monkish. They they brewed it. 
Okay, okay wait. Monkish. The name is Other Feet. What? It's called Cold Feet. Look at this. <laughs> it looks like such an amateur label of like something that I would have designed for my homebrew. Like, what is even happening? I hate it so much. Most, you know what I hate about the most are those stupid ice cubes, <laughs> like the feet in the ice cubes. Why is it weird clip art? Why is it clippers? <laughs> Why is it monkfish otter half? Well, anyways, I have this, but I'm 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 already disgusted by it. Oh my god, dude! I was laughing I can't so hard there. It's it's I. I'm flabbergasted. Where did you, where did that come from? <laughs> from the fridge at Floodland. <laughs> like where all my beer comes <laughs> from at this point. There's a there's an interesting assortment of beers there. It's getting low. Mm. I gotta get more celebration in there. So I have a celebration. Mm. I picked up Sierra Nevada's new IPA called Dankful. Which, <laughs> you know. A little eye rolly, yeah. but it's dankful, generously hopped, which honestly sounds more of like a new, like not even a new Belgium because they did that weird, like skeleton <laughs> branding. What? Remember they did that? Oh my God. The weird branding with, uh, what the, why well, I can't even think of what it's called. It was like, uh, it was like Ranger, uh, something. Oh God. And like, it's like a skeleton dressed in like, you know? Wait, are you talking about Voodoo Ranger? Yes. <laughs> why is it called that? Why is it called why what has anything to do with voodoo? I mean, it doesn't have any sort of the classic voodoo sort of imagery. No, it's not at like, all. It's not even like Dia de los Muertos. It's like just a skeleton wearing like bike, <laughs> quote unquote biker clothes. When I saw that, I was like, oh, what is are they trying to appeal to like 18-year-olds? Like I'm confused. <laughs> guys like i like new belgium and i didn't want to hate them and the beers tasted good but like i was just so perplexed by the whole thing i was just like i don't know it didn't make me feel like i'm being an old woman right now it just felt like a weird choice for them super weird choice like there's yeah what are the are they trying like you said appeal to like a different demographic or like what collins line voodoo like just feels a little uncomfortable it it is because it's like why are you I mean unless there's a story there that we don't know like why why are you using like a religion to describe something <laughs> Yeah I mean that would be I'd be shocked if they had some sort of backstory about like their you know their deep roots to voodoo <laughs> <laughs> Okay yeah here I don't know they don't really tell they pop Oh they have merch we should get some merch Oh Oh boy, yeah, it's just like a skeleton with a gold tooth, right? Wearing like Elvis glasses and like a ranger right, hat. Yeah. He not only is he wearing a ranger hat, but he's also wearing like the um the like warm like a a beanie that has like the ear flaps. Oh yeah, like something you need in Minnesota. <laughs> he's wearing both, both that and a hat, <laughs> and I think headphones. Yeah, also, oh, man, it's like it. they were just trying to put like this imagery on top of each other, like of what they think young people might like and be like, but glasses, we got skeletons, we got, we got voodoo. 
I just, I just don't understand it. I, I just don't like it. Anyways, no. so, uh, Dankful is not that. It's, it's a little bit cheesy name, but then I looked into it and like they're choosing a nonprofit they're going to donate money to every time. Okay. So I was like, I can't really hate Sierra Nevada ever. Um, I don't know. Yeah. If I find out Ken Grossman's an asshole, I'm going to blow my brains out. Oh, dude, it's. I mean, I think he's, at this point, I cool. just like, I have such low standards for men in general that <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that like, I, I don't think anything could surprise me. If you were, yeah, like if you're just a neutral dude that has nothing really to say, then I find you acceptable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Once you like, even if you could be like the nicest person. And like you'll like say one thing, and I'll be like, "What is that supposed to mean? Is there something else behind that?" <laughs> it's like that bit from Broad City when um, Alana's like, "How am I?" <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. So good. Okay, so I have that, and then I have um, nothing. All but I really want to open a big bottle right now. Yeah. Um, the Thanksgiving sounds interesting. Hazy IPA, I'm assuming. Which one? The Thanksgiving. Sorry, the the Dankful. <laughs> Thanksgiving is really like so bad that it would be a hazy. Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's so good though. That's even better. <laughs> Literally, that I thought that's what you said. You know they flirted um, with that, and they were like, "Dankful is a little." Cl- clearer yeah a little bit more straightforward and also they can it doesn't have to be a thanksgiving beer i guess i'm gonna think i'm gonna do that it sounds good right yeah now. okay i'm gonna grab mine too I like your tapestry you moved that from is that was in your kitchen right are you talking to me yeah your tapestry uh this is like yeah um i'm sitting at the dining room table it's oh. hiding um what like used to be the door to the elevator but now it's just an empty shaft. So it's like hiding that. Wait, there was an elevator? Did I not tell you this? No. <laughs> wait, <laughs> dude. Okay. Wait, wait, did they find it or something? Okay, so it's just because my building is so weird. Ryan and I are convinced that it was, it's three stories. And we're convinced that it used to only be three units. Um, but we know that there used to be an elevator, a working elevator that went up to my floor, which is why we have like a laundry room because that used to be like the landing or not the landing, but part of the space. And so when we got this extra space, this like hidden room that was back here, the reason why it was sealed up is because it was the landing for the elevator to open up and like come in. And that's what's my living room now that they took the wall away. So oh. this is a door that it's sealed, but if you were to theoretically open it, it'd be an empty shaft. <laughs> so oh, God, <laughs> um, this is hiding that. The creepy door that leads to your death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had me inspired with the Sierra Nevada and I'm doing Wayfinder, uh, Doomtown, the West Damn Coast. Damn it. IPA. I miss that. Whew, this beer is freaking good. Damn it. Um, I've, I've been on that celebration train that I just forgot there was any other beers. Oh, yeah, that's crisp. Oh, yeah. 
This is like so mosaic-y. I mean, it has mosaic, but like I get that right off. It's like kind right of it's bat. like sweet, sweet onion, which I like. Yeah, I don't it like mind gives that. a savory quality to it, which I think is cool. And I think it also Zappa, Zappa, uh, Idaho Seven, and uh, Columbus. If All I'm right. Mistaken. It's like a wait. Let's like a see. Grab bag. Let's see what it looks like. The yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, sorry. That oh, looks yeah, great. It's, it's beautiful. It's like a. It look. It oh, actually. Glasses. It's like a um uh a more robust pale ale, which makes sense. Um, but like a little more bitter, more body. Thankful. I'm just curious what up. Dude, there's like a cool herby character to it, like, like almost like a sage. Okay, that's fun. That's really fun imagery, especially for Thanksgiving. It's just like, it's not. It's fruity. There's still some like grapefruit and stuff, but it's like not abundantly. It's not like insanely fruity, at least to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's like. Okay, let's see what it says. The, okay, Columbus, Chinook, Mosaic, Equinaut, Nelson, Sauvin, Zappa, Idaho 7. Okay, that's quite the blend. Yeah, right? They were like, hmm, hmm. Oh, yeah, yours is pretty, mm. too. It's like the same color, like a co- like copper. Look how dirty my glasses. Let me just... Dude, you should be freaking ashamed of yourself. I should. Okay, that's better. But yeah, I'm feeling the same thing. I don't know what this beer is hopped with, though. Should look that up. It's so crazy with hops. I think, like, or any beer, when you smell things and you think you should be getting this, you think you should be getting that, right? Because you know what the hops are and you know about this. And then you just don't. And you're like, oh, is there something wrong with me? Or have people just convinced themselves this is what the hop smells like? Yeah, I mean, and there's something to be said about that, especially in terms of breeding and like other breeding programs that like are breeding similar style or whatever, you know, like the hop evolves for sure. And depending how it's being processed and all sorts of there's all sorts of components to that that could like really actually change as time goes on. I wonder if they I don't know which ones of these are proprietary, but like Idaho 7, Zappa, a lot of those I think. I think are like, I can't remember what Z- where Zappa started. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I know that they grow their own hops at Sierra Nevada. So that's just so funny that Columbus is in here. It's all definitely there for the freaking bittering. <laughs> oh yeah. I think it's um, interesting though, that I love how it like looks like that color and that clarity, but they're still using these like newer hop varietals that are borderline um hype hops you know it's crazy so i zappa is a native american like a north american native north american i did not know this found in new mexico and named after none other than frank zappa anyways i just think that's cool that it's a um north american yeah no that's really cool wild um well, and it's funny when you mentioned that Sierra Nevada grows hops on their estate. Um, it's similar. I, I I feel like Chico, California, and Yakima, Washington have very similar climates. 
both very dry and hot like during the summer yeah they're like good they, hop growing regions and that's why i'm curious i think like parts of tucson probably get too hot but like maybe not though yakima gets freaking hot um, yeah. But I wonder, like, some of the surrounding areas of, like, untapped areas that could grow hops really well. Because I know parts of Arizona re- grow grapes. Right. You know I mean, mean, parts of Texas grows grapes. You know, like, there's definitely yeah. some, like, I think it's easy to generalize the climates of, um, you know, regions of the U.S., but... Mm-hmm. California, Washington, there's a ton of microclimates. I mean, it's different when you're on the coast there, but. So I didn't know. I know like Idaho 7 is pretty new. New meaning like to like commercial markets, right? Because, yeah, you know, as we talked about before, it's like um, it takes forever for hop to like be released. Years of, yeah. like It would be really cool to talk to someone like at a hop, like a, you know, hop producer, which I did reach out to uh, a woman owned three sisters owned one in Idaho. And I'm, you know, I reached out at a very bad time. It was all, it was all harvest. <laughs> and I was like, um, hi, um, um, my little beer company, um, wants to know more about hops, but I feel like it'd be really cool. Cause like the amount I know about how to breed a I mean, it would be, I would love to have a conversation with professionals in the hop breeding world um i think we yeah, have a lot a ton there i bet we could like i mean because there, there's so many people we could reach out to it i bet or just ask any like ask someone to be like who should we talk to and we'll probably get a list of like 10 people oh yeah um we got connections so uh, not to brag. we i know uh listen i got a guy who knows about <laughs> hops you uh, have you a guy a, you hey you hey psst. you want some hops looking for some hops what you got you want you want a experimental? Listen, only home brewers have this stuff. <laughs> just like a trench coat of just like samples. That's exactly the imagery I was thinking of. <laughs> just like we should, when we're allowed to like uh, socialize again, just like show up to a place with just a trench coat, asking people if they want to take a a sniff of this new experimental hop, like a like an Eric Andre sketch, like man on the street sketch. <laughs> God, he makes everyone so uncomfortable. I love him so much i remember talking to someone about him because you know we were talking about tim and eric um i can go and call him out it's johnny (laughs) and he was like i can't handle eric andre is too much and i was like what are you joking and he's like it's just too much and i was like that's why it's so funny I think Eric Andre, especially with Hannibal Burris, I think they're fucking hilarious together. Uh, Nathan for you is the one where I'm like, it's a little much. Oh, <laughs> like God, it's I hard lo- for me to watch it. I love Nathan for you, but it is. There's times where Josh and I watched it, and I look over at Josh, he just has a pillow over his face, like he can't watch it, or he'll like go out of the room. I don't know how Nathan for you does. I'm not sure how he does it. He's like a different breed, like maybe not even full human because the way he can just shut off. He's like, a cyborg. <laughs> kinda. I I break real easy. I'm like, I'm not a good liar and I feel bad because if I'm just like empathetic in that way where like if I see someone feeling like they're being hurt, I'm just like, I don't want them to feel that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I think that's a part of being an only child though. Like I didn't grow up with pranks and like people fucking with you all the time. So I think that like, I'm just like, "Ah." you're like, I don't get that. Oh, like I just was, we were just constantly being awful to each other. Just like constantly, like we used to do this thing and I, it's so stupid, but like, so one of us would be taking a shower and one of us would go get like a cup of ice cold water and then sneak into the bathroom and pour the cold water on the person while they're showering. That's pretty good, actually. That's like that's like no harm, you know, fun prank. It's just really annoying. Exactly. And yeah. it never gets old because you could do it at any time. And the person can't <laughs> really be mad at you because like you didn't do anything bad. Right, right. Remember, uh, like you can't go tell mom because she's going to be like, what? I, I don't have time for this. You put water on him. OK, are you fine? Like, OK, Shauna, stop putting cold water on the shower. <laughs> or like, remember, this is also stupid, but jackass. Oh, yeah. There's the episode where they went around antiquing people. <laughs> I take like, a handful of flour and just throw it at people. And it's called Wait, they were calling because it looks like dust or like what? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Anyways, beer. Yeah. So okay, uh, I w- I've been trying to find what the hot blend is in Doomtown. Um, but since you were talking about that like mosaic kind of like onion-y, oniony thing, um, I'm a hundred percent getting that in here too. It's like sweet kinda Maui like- onion yes yes those chips um chips yeah and so in my very not a lot of effort search and trying to find (laughs) the hot blend in here i just clicked on untapped and just because sometimes there's actually the bio for the beer will actually be like from the brewery or like have legit information in there yeah um but like i just want to say this is like why no one likes untapped this is like why it's a joke um, is the very first comment you see, the very first rating you see for Doomtown by Wayfinder, which is a brewery love beer that we love a lot, but this person just sucks. Fantastic um, brewer. He's amazing. Come on. So it looks like they they rate it out of um, bottle caps. <laughs> so this has got a like a 3.8. I'm not great with ratios. Um, so he rates it a good amount. This is his description. Dank IPA. Hoppy. Tastes a bit like vagina. Oh, okay. JS earned the for the can level seven badge for that comment. Um, so like wow. Fuck fuck that. Wow. Okay. Well, whoever he's getting his uh poon from be drinking some dang IPA. <laughs> it's just like it's, it's just like a hub for like bros. It's just like you, you're only saying that because you're going to get a reaction out of someone. And I don't know how their algorithm works. I don't know if it's like top, um, like engaged with comment that's at the very top or if that's most recent. Who knows? But like still, those are the people who are un- untapped and like gamifying drinking beer by saying shitty comments and earning badges for it. Like the fuck? I don't get it. I mean, like my brother and my sister-in-law both do it and they like it because they know it's stupid in some ways, but they also like to keep track of the beers they drank. Personally, I just can't. Maybe just because, you know, they don't work in beer. So it's like different for them. For but sure. I think I'm it, with it's you. definitely like, hard to not 
look through the industry lenses at this kind of shit, but it sucks because it actually has real world impact because people That's make problem. choices off of it. It's like exactly. say that with Yelp, right? Like just like amateurs rating other people. Like I don't want. It's almost like I don't. I don't want to go to Yelp. I want to go to. I mean, it does tell you like if someone has really bad Yelp reviews and there's something up, but like I don't know. Say that with Amazon ratings. It's like does that actually? Does that actually mean anything? Like that Joe Schmo rated it three bottle caps and then like rated you know what I mean? Like who knows? Right. Joe Schmo could have been it like I say Joe Schmo just because I you know, it feels good. Yeah, he's uh, a schmo. He's a schmo. Uh probably a schmuck. Yeah, but it's more like it. It just doesn't seem really fair. But like then again, like it, it that's how it works. Like it sucks if there wasn't there was probably like some equivalent to yelp back in the 1500s <laughs> it was just called hear ye hear ye <laughs> the local beer scribe has his review of the local beer okay let me get off my scroll <laughs> the beer was fresh and had crossony crossony elements that made it yeasty good god is good Three bottle cups. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I just, you know, it's, I guess being a beer writer, I mean, you have are a beer writer. <laughs> like a beer critic, I should say. It's not really, it's not really a thing. I'm just curious, okay, like, I, something I've thought about a lot is, uh, okay, beer and food. Uh, not only cooking with beer, but also pairing it when your meal's already prepared. Uh, there's like, there's a lot of great books out about it now. Uh, and right. there's Barrett Oliver's, which is like the Bible for it. And I think Julia Herz's is also really amazing. And I, oh my God, I feel like such a jerk. I forget who, the other author's name. But if you look at things like these amazing, like a uh, Cook's Illustrated, we've been mm -hmm. subscribers for a long time. Josh has. And, They'll they'll tell you about beer stuff. They'll be like, "Oh, use this beer," but they it's just like beer, like they don't go into any detail about yeah. it. And a lot of publications do the same thing. And you're just like, "I'm sorry." You'll go into like use a dry, a dry fruity white white wine, and you'll at least give some tidbit. You'll just say, "Use a beer." It, that's just beer. insane. Be yeah, it's like it's either saying that like you don't you're not aware of the variety of beer or like in your minds that beer is just like an american lager which is just yes and that's usually where it ends so, up and it's just like but gwen conley why would you pay her name is gwen conley there we go why would you use like detail for everything else except for that like that just doesn't make any sense to me it's like you're just being lazy what's going on there care. And because beer has been such like a a, com a commodity, for lack of a better word, like I bought Melissa Cole's book, um, "The Art and Science of Cooking with Beer," Art and Science of oh, Beer cool. with Food, um, and she's from she's British, um, and she calls like beer big beer companies commodity breweries, 
which I never we call it like macro breweries here. At least I do. Yeah. But to call them commodity brewery breweries is really cool because then it's like it's commodity. It's like it's illuminating. It's, yeah. It's like a bread. Like you know, there's come on like bread, eggs. Uh, I don't know. I, I, the, the next thing that came into my head was gold, and I was like. <laughs> We have our necessities. We have our bread. We have our eggs. We have our gold. Wait, I'm sorry. Do you not have stacks of gold bars in like some you sort don't of safe? Keep a pouch of gold chunks in your wallet. No, just, just a bunch here? of gold chunks. <laughs> like you're like you're like an old miner that had just come back from the crick. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing we could add is when we're uh, you know showing people the different types of hops, we can ask them if they want a bit of gold. You want to be a gold? <laughs> and it's just fool's gold. Like those little baggies. I don't know if you got these in, in like elementary school. Oh, yeah, dude. Because <laughs> the California gold rush was something that was studied. Way too much time was put into the California gold rush in the uh, public school system in California. How much do you know about the California gold rush? Uh, not a ton. These are the highlights I remember. Um, one, mid-1800s, I believe. Two, San Francisco started booming because of it. Three, um, lots of issues with racism and like how Chinese immigrants were treated. Um, four, a lot of deaths because of blowing up mountains. Um, th- I think that's about it. That summarizes it. Pushing out more indigenous people from their homeland. With yeah, every sort you know. of, you know, white man sort of... Uh, Manifesto. I must, I must do this. It's terrible. So how's your beer tasting? <laughs> it's good. It's palatable. Yeah. I asked someone, so I bought, I actually bought this at Trader Joe's, which, you know, I don't always buy beer from Trader Joe's, but when I do, I buy Dinkful IPA. Uh, they don't, everything's at room temperature, which is so frustrating. I asked the guy when I checked out, I was like, oh, he, I was like, never had this before. And he's like, oh, it's good. It has a lot of good flavor. And I wanted to ask him more questions. And I was like, mm. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love everything they do. I love celebration. He goes, oh, I love celebration. So much flavor. It has so much flavor. And I was like, sure does. It is. I, I actually do love those interactions with people. It's, it tends to be at grocery stores or like when you're buying beer. And uh, interacting with people who love beer but don't know a ton about it because it's like I love seeing people get excited about it. And like it's like a puppy, like they don't know quite how to express it. So you're just like, it's really good. It's good. It's smooth. It's flavorful. It's good. It has good bitterness. And like it's just it's the same thing if I someone were to ask me to talk about, um, I don't know, what's something I don't consume a lot of. Okay, how about, I mean, I could do a lot of coffee, but I'm not like a coffee, like, um, you know, taster. I'm not like judging it. Or, right, right. So like, I know the type of coffee I like, and I like can appreciate the nuance, but you, mostly I just want to have my Americano and call it a day. Yeah. So if I were to like talk to, about coffee with someone who was like an expert in that, I'm sure they'd be like, oh, what a sweetie. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She like the only thing she could say was like roast and like caramel. <laughs> Cocoa. I had I had a funny interaction with someone one time at Aslan when uh she was buying some to go beer. I was asking me questions and I we had a couple dark beers, so I was describing them. She's like, 
this is so funny. The way you're talking about beer is like the way I talked about coffee when I worked in the coffee industry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, because like there's similar things there. Like there's a lot of crossover. But it is funny because like to her, she's like, oh, this person's using tools that I use to describe something that's different. But they're like similar terms. And I'm like, that's what's so great about beer, dude. She had like an aha, aha moment. Yeah. She yeah. Was like, whoa. <laughs> so they with like cider or like any mm-hmm. sort of thing that I just like, I love cider and I love wine. Let's be real. I love all alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, but like ones that I don't consume a lot, you it's say they with like anything, like if you don't play Batman every day, you're not gonna be good at it. You're just gonna oh, be yeah, like, it's totally a practice. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, um, here's my birdie. Shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. They're called shuttlecocks. Dude, that you chose quite a random sport and then <laughs> accurately described one of the things in it. That's legit. <laughs> I played a lot of uh, badminton growing up. <laughs> also, like, is there a better term for a sport thing than shuttlecock? Like, literally, how British is that shit? Like, badminton. You can't totally say like a a British lawn game. You literally can't say it without an accent. You're like, oh shuttlecock. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shuttlecock. I mean, and it's like it's so funny because it's such a delicate game because it has like the little feathered end. So it's not like tennis where you're like, <sighs> yeah, it's just like pop. You're just kind of real like, easy over the net. It's a great party game. Like my parents always it, would put it up. It is. Every, like seriously, it'd be like Thanksgiving morning, like and you know doing stuff, and my yes. mom would be like, Tom, put up the badminton net." Dude, my mom totally did that in too during like literally during Thanksgiving. Like, this is so funny. Just something to do. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is good because like you can have a couple drinks and still play badminton because it it floats so easy <laughs> that it's like it's not intense, but it's like something to do. It's like bocce ball. Yeah. Oh god, I love bocce ball. Yeah, I, it's I like love, bocce, I love ball. bocce ball. I love bo- there was a great place in Brooklyn, Union. Union Hall that had an indoor, legit, like, bocce ball. Two of them. That's funny. And sometimes the wait would be a long time. But it felt like you were in a cave. Like, a lot of places in Brooklyn and New York felt very cavey. Mm-hmm. Like, so old. And, like, that bocce ball is incredible. I'm a huge fan of table shuffleboard. Oh, I love me some shuffleboard. It's just not a thing. It's a, a lot of it. I've never seen any up here. Really? Because the only time I've ever seen it is up here. Wait, where? There's, um, oh my God, I'm forgetting the name of it. It's a cider house in Capitol Hill. They have a dope, oh, it's not the cider, is it the cider house? It is. They have like an upstairs and a downstairs. It's kind of like a bar restaurant upstairs and then like kind of speakeasy style cidery downstairs, but it's also a full bar and they do like open mics there. I don't know why I can't think of the name. Um, but they have shuffleboard there and a couple other more like mid-level divey places like in Ballard. I've definitely played it in Ballard. In Ballard? Yes. God damn it. It feels because like a very have... like podunk sort of thing. Like they were all over every place in Tucson just had them. Oh, that's funny. Not like Tucson was podunk, but like all the dive bars. No, I, had I know what you mean. Yeah. Like all the older, like not crazy dive bars, but like 
Like they all mm-hmm. had them. So it feels like kind of mm-hmm. it takes space. So like it'd be hard cities. It's hard for cities to have them because you have to have like the space for them. That's really funny that like that's your imagery with it because the imagery I have for bocce ball is growing up in Sonoma County in California. The weather between Sonoma Valley and like Napa Valley is very much like Tuscan. So there's a lot of like outdoor eating and like Italian restaurants and stuff like that. And I feel like I've been to quite a few either like Italian restaurants that have bocce ball in the back or um, Italian restaurants. Yeah, kind of like it's like al fresco, kind of like outside dining, and they have like bocce around. That's cool. And, um, or like people's like rich people who have like property out by like wineries and stuff. There's always like, there's like bocce ball at uh, tasting rooms because it's all like outdoorsy. Like, oh, that makes me a little reminiscent for Sonoma County. It's, uh, there is a bocce ball place near, um, where is it it's right by it's like the south end of green lake yes i know exactly what you're talking about but i've never been there it feels like every time i've watched bocce every time there's like bocce ball outside it's just like so many old people playing it it's only like old old white dudes with like western european heritage yeah (laughs) (laughs) just like tossing this ball yeah they have like windbreakers on and shit. <laughs> I like that look. Like, I do just too. Like we a, need to get some windbreakers. Yeah. SBS uh, branded windbreakers. That's their first piece of merchandise that we sell. <laughs> it's just a windbreaker, like a like a beige windbreaker. Oh yeah, it's gotta be beige, kind of like a golf a golf person would wear. A golf person. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we could thrift some windbreakers and then just get latches. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just those iron-on letters that you can get at like Michaels and stuff. Oh, and it says Jess and Shauna. It's like our CEO jackets. <laughs> it's like our, our team jackets. Um, what what else is going on? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I it's you know I was like I was gonna talk about earlier about um, smelling things and tasting things mm-hmm. and how sometimes people be like wait you don't get that like that's like a common descriptor of something and you're like but I've literally never smelled that and I've never heard anyone else speak of that yeah which is like there are like you have to be able to standardize things at a certain degree so that you could sell the product um, I just right. always get like whenever I'm like in a group of people and it somehow turns to like, so what do you think? I'm just like, uh, God, I'm, I mean, mostly just want to say like, yay or nay, <laughs> which is so funny because I know that exact feeling you're talking about, but then like, we also like make a living talking about like sensory stuff with beer, <laughs> which is just like so funny, but it, there's a different pressure. It's like different when you want to sit down with a beer and like, really take it apart and you know set the mood for yourself and it is different when you're like just like trying to have a beer and you're like with a group of people and you're it's just like after work or whatever and you're just like dude i it's it's it's, good you're like i'm off duty 
Uh, exactly. I mean, it's like yeah. when, you know, like they always talk about like the brewer's beer at the end of a shift isn't like mm-hmm. some nuanced mixed culture, um, you know, fucking barrel age, whatever. It's like, it's just give me Pilsner or a shot of whiskey, please. Both, preferably. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So they would like, cooks or you need off your shift like a floor shift any sort of service position where you're working like yeah sometimes you want something but most of the time you're just like just give me beer so i can just drink it and like be refreshed yes and i mean i don't know it's just like as you said it's like oh when it comes as like almost a surprise it's like meditate and you're like wait i need to uh meditate and you're like wait i can't hold on Hey, dude, can you do a headstand right now? And you're like, wait, I can't. Uh... Like, this may be shocking to people, but it does take some sort of like preparation and headspace to be able to exercise your skills. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm also I... like, I'm sure Michael Jordan could just make a, a free throw waking up on a Sunday, but. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. He's Michael <laughs> Jordan, though. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Not close to that yet. We're not quite to that that tier. The funniest thing is uh, when like your like a, your spouse or um your your parent or someone is like, "Ooh, Shauna is into or Jess is into she's a beer expert." And they use like a term that's like not quite right and it makes everyone very uncomfortable, like the server cuz it's always like a server or like the bartender or like oh yeah, a yeah. random family friend and you're just like and they always go <laughs> Oh, an expert. I w- oh, just guzzling beer? Like, they literally think we just, like, drink beer all day. Yeah. It's... And they're like, they're like, what? So, so, and the, the questions, they, they, like, don't even care at first. They just, like, oh, yeah, it's like a joke. They'll ask you a question, but it's not real. And they start laughing before they even hear the, your response. Right? They're like, wah, 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 wah. And you're like, right. Did I tell you this story? One time my mom called me. This was maybe two years ago. Maybe more now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe it was two years ago. And she goes, uh, Shauna, what's a, 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 key, a keel? And I was like, can you be more specific? It's just like a beer. It's called a keel. I was like, that doesn't exist. What? And she goes, well, I'm here at the Crown Inn. Crown Royal. I forget. King's Crown is like a pub near my parents' house. And I was like, did... Does, are they saying that a beer is called a keel? And she goes, yeah, the, the server said it's called a keel. And I was like, "What? can you give me any more information? This and she is like goes, lost in translation. She's like, it's like a stout. It's a Guinness. And I was like, literally never heard of that my entire, I, I, I've never heard of it. I'm going to look it up. Can't find anything. She goes, well, but um, John, one of her friends is like, yeah, it's called a keel. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, so you're taking your random friend's beer knowledge over mine. And she was like, yeah, a keel. It's like an Irish thing. And I was like, maybe it's like some sort of Irish term that I've never heard. That's very um, regional specific. <laughs> but ain't nothing called a keel. Oh, my God. And she was like, yeah, well, John says. And I was like, who the literally mother who is john what is happening i hate john um that reminds me not quite the same level so this uh wedding i was at my dad was also at my parents were at and uh they 
got kegs from, I don't know actually where they purchased these kegs from, but um, it was Deschutes, um, whatever they're like juicy, mm-hmm. hazy IPA. It was like a Deschutes and then um, fresh like squeezed. Like a lo- yes, it was fresh squeezed. Maybe like a Lagunitas. Is that a hazy though? Else. Isn't it just a, maybe, the, sorry, go on. Sorry. I just associate those two words. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, anyways, so I remember them like the uh, groomsmen like unloading these kegs before the wedding. And I was like, I was officiating. So I was there early and I was like, oh, man, like these kegs are not going to be taken care of properly. Like they need to get cold right now. Like it's going to be foaming like crazy. I'm all like thinking about it. So during the reception, of course, the kegs aren't pouring great (laughs) and um there's one point where uh someone was like pumping the keg i'm like dude stop popping pumping the keg like it doesn't need to be pumped anymore just like it's gonna be foamy but if we can like kind of let it sit i was like playing bartender a little bit and then my dad goes to like pour himself a beer and i go to tell him about it and he's like i've been drinking beer for so many years like (gasps) i don't need to hear from you (laughs) like super joking like just being funny but i was like I was like, I hear you, dad, but like, literally, this is my job. <laughs> and like, I know how to take care of this better than anyone else here. And I can make this experience better for everyone. <laughs> so if you just let me tell you how do you properly take care of a keg at a wedding, I'd be happy to help everyone out. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like, like, literally, our jobs are super fun. And I understand that maybe it doesn't make sense to you. But like, there's actual knowledge here. I promise. Like, I promise we know what we're talking about. There's actual things happening. We had a friend who at the time was the head brewer at other half. And I asked him, I was like, Hey Peter, can you please be in charge of the keg? I think we had two smart kegs. for your wedding. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were, they were homebrew. Um, oh, that's fun. Sazi lady. The Czech pills. Josh, did we just have one on tap? I think it was just Sazi lady. Yeah, just we just had the pills on draft. That you guys brewed together? Yeah, we brewed it together. We oh, brewed that's it. So sweet. We brewed it at the homebrew shop so they could logger it for us and like keep it. That's tight. That's tight. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Uh shout out bitter nesters. You're the best. Um anyway, so we put him in charge. We we're like, listen, can you please just make sure that it all because we we're using a jockey box, because like you know Oh, that's we... a great way to do that. Uh anyways, it ended up being okay because we had Peter in charge. That kind of stuff, like, jockey bucks are fairly easy, but, like, it just sucks that people don't take you seriously. A, well, we're already ladies. Um, and B, because they, the beer is, like, no big deal, which is great. That's, that's amazing. They, like, let's not be fussy about beer. But it's, like, just listen to me. Like, let me tell you a few things. Like, I just give you more information. Yeah, that's it. We're just helping you out in the end. Like, it's not about, like, anyone's dignity or, like, level of knowledge. Like, we're just trying to spread that love. That's what it is. It's the dignity. Like, like it's okay to not know things. Oh, my God. It's, like, so... There's so much I don't know. Like, about so many things. Like, not even just beer-related, but just, like, in general. Like, I don't know. There's just so much to know. All right, I better go. He's going crazy. I'll be back tomorrow. All right, we'll talk. All right. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.